Welcome to Confident as Fuck, a podcast for moms who want to feel less alone in the shit show of motherhood. I'll share stories, conversations, and real life advice from moms just like you. We'll tackle the hard things. Think of it as a vent session with your bestie over coffee. But more than that, I want this to be a place you can come for inspiration, motivation, and a little kick in the ass to help you on your way to living your full potential. Moms are people too. So get ready for a no BS approach to help you embrace and love yourself as you become your most confident self. If you're a mom who wants more, buckle up, sister. Let's do this. Hola, como estas? Está muy bien. I think I should know more Spanish for just being in the Dominican for five days. Listen, I just got back from vacation and I had to record this because it was never more apparent than this past week that it matters so much. Two things, where we get our energy and where we give our energy. People, places, things, and I didn't realize how incredibly important it was until I actually experienced people, places, activities, things that gave me so much energy. It's kind of like you don't realize how bad you feel until you start to feel better. So I talk about this a lot in my boot camps with food and exercise. And so many times, just like I talk about, we get in this autopilot mode where we just do where what we've always done because it feels comfortable. It feels safe to us, but we forget how good we can feel. And as these little changes start happening, because rarely do these things happen, rarely do we get any place in one huge you know, event or happening. It is more often times very small actions, very tiny decisions that either get us closer to our goals or get us further away. And so those small pieces, those small baby steps forward or backward aren't as noticeable in the day-to-day. But when you look back, it's a little bit easier to see how you've made it to where you are. And it's a little bit harder to realize if you're moving away from, from, from your goals, because we find ourselves saying, oh yeah, it's just this one time, or I'm just going to do it this once and I won't do it again, or this won't matter because it's just a small thing. But really, every time we do that, it gets us closer to our goals or further away. And when they're just little baby steps, it doesn't feel like a big deal in the moment. But when you look back, it can make a huge, huge difference. And so I wanted to really chat about our energy and how we can kind of make an energy budget. Um, I've actually been listening to more podcasts and digging into more financial stuff. So I have never really gotten into or been super involved in managing our finances like as a family. My husband is in finances and so it's kind of a given that he manages all of that stuff. And on my part, I wasn't as curious as maybe I could have been and just kind of, you know, let him do his thing and he's great with money and great with our budget. But 
I started to get curious about it and I just wanted to take kind of the reins on my own and have the knowledge and be more involved. So I feel like I have a little bit, um, not say, I always have a say in, you know, what we do with our, with our money. Um, but just be more involved. And as we were talking about budgeting and okay, where is our money coming from? Where are all the places that we've got this money coming in and where is it all going? How are we spending it? Where are we budgeting it? What are the things that we are, you know, spending it on? Who are the people that we're spending it on? Uh, it just made so much sense for a few things that we all deal with, which is energy and time, which time could probably be its own episode. <laughs> but instead of, you know, managing or, you know, we have time management, energy management, we can look at it like money and as this budget that we get to control. So we first have to become aware of where we're getting our energy and start to take a little bit of an inventory of where is the different energy that you're getting coming from. So this might look like people physically, you know, in, in your mental, emotional energy, your physical energy, you're getting from things like how you're moving your body, your sleep habits, um, the food that you're eating. What kind of content are you consuming? What kind of energy are you getting from the time that you spend on the internet or the people that you're spending time with or the things that you're spending time doing? What are you getting energy from in those areas? And then where are you giving energy? What is taking your energy? Things that are kind of givens like your family. And if you have kids, you've got kids that take up a ton, a ton of energy, just like in a money budget, there's going to be times in your life where more of your money is going toward one thing than others. And if you're like me and you have young kids, a lot of my energy budget is spent on my children. And so that's one place. If you work outside the home, there's another place. Even if you don't work outside the home, you still have a home. So maintaining a home and meals and, you know, feeding your family and all of the things that come with that. Um, maybe you have older parents that you take care of or another family member that you take care of. What are all the places that you are giving energy? Now, I feel like this might be a little bit of a hard hit, but when you look at how much energy you have coming in versus how much energy you are expending, I feel like a lot of us are in energy debt. Like we are spending so much more energy than we're taking in. Do you relate? I feel like some of us are probably close to bankruptcy when it comes to our energy budget because we are spending so much energy and we are taking in and gaining back just a fraction of it. So just to go on a little tangent here, this is where this trendy hashtag self-care thing actually has some validation to it because 
And the whole, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. You literally cannot pour from an empty cup. And when we talk about doing things to take care of yourself, it's about doing things that re-energize you. And what re-energizes you may not re-energize me and vice versa. So step one is figuring out what energizes you. So I want you to go through, this is going to be super action oriented. I am talking to you like I'm talking to my clients because I want you to take this very seriously. When I started pouring into myself and doing things that I knew brought me energy, life changed. My attitude changed. My actual physical energy changed. So I want you to look at the net energy of what you are expending and what you are bringing in. If you are spending more energy than you're bringing in, you're in debt right now. You're in the negative. You're in the red. You need to either stop spending so much energy or find a way to bring in more energy. So maybe you're, you've listed out all of the things that you spend your energy on. And maybe you can go through, maybe you can cross a few things off for this season. Because like I said, we all go through seasons and sometimes we're going to be spending energy in more in one area than another. And that's okay. And it's going to change. So don't feel like this is set in stone. Good God, life changes so fast. We just, you have to be able to also just roll with it. But to start, figure out where you're putting your energy. Is there anything on that list that you can cross off? Is there anything on that list that you can say, you know what? Yes, that's important to me, but is it the most important thing that I could be spending my energy on right now in this season of life? I want you to pare that list down to the very bare minimum for you to be able to you know, manage your, your family and make sure yourself, your family, and the most important people are, are in your life are, are safe and warm and fed. And that's where that energy goes. Now, how about where you're getting your energy? And I'm going to put that in quotes because I think sometimes we think we're doing things that are giving us energy because maybe we saw someone else doing it, but it's just not something that we honestly feel like. Maybe you haven't sat with it. Maybe you haven't just been with yourself to really reflect on this and you're just kind of you know, doing what someone else did because they said, oh yeah, it's like, it's awesome and it gives me energy and you haven't been super honest with yourself about it. So what are some things and people? And so these are things, activities, people, there are those things that are kind of necessities that, that are non-negotiables. It's the, it's the taking care of your kids. It's the, you know, going to work. It's, you know, making food and and doing the things that have to get done on a daily basis. What about the things and people that aren't necessarily a necessity? And maybe you just feel like you have to, or you feel some sort of obligation to do it, but maybe you are feeling like, oh, you resent it every time the time comes to, I don't know, bake cookies for the cookie sale or visit a certain friend 
that you just feel obligated to because you've been friends forever and what if I hurt her feelings or I just don't really want to do play dates anymore because it's so much energy just to get the kids packed up and out of the freaking house that I'm more drained afterward. (laughs) Or maybe it's a friend who is constantly complaining without any sort of without any sort of willingness to look at solutions or be more goal-oriented and growth-oriented. Pay attention to how that feels. Do you leave a conversation feeling completely drained and blah and ugh, I feel like just life sucks all the time? How can you maybe take a break from those things or minimize the time spent with that person or doing those certain activities. So that's your kind of your energy out and how you can go through and triage those things. How do you feel after? How do you feel before? Are you finding yourself, like I said, resenting doing something? Maybe you, you know, you committed to something or you continue to commit to things and then the time comes to show up or to do it. And you're like, holy shit, I don't want to do this. Why did I, why did I say I would blah, blah, blah. How do those things feel? And then, okay, back to the energy in what kinds of things light you up? What could you spend all day talking about or all day doing Maybe that's hiking or gardening or crafting or working out or nutrition or I don't, I don't know, drawing, coloring, art. There's so many things and that's what's beautiful. We're all so different that we find entertainment and energy in so many different things. So what is that for you? Who are the people that you leave their presence and you feel lifted You feel lighter and more energized and wanting to take on the world and feeling like you could and like you can't wait until your next visit or your next conversation. Who are those people? So start spending time with them more. Start spending more time doing those things. If bubble baths don't do it for you, don't take a freaking bubble bath. For me, that doesn't do anything for me. I'm like, that does not re-energize me at all. Mostly because I cannot find a bath. I have not had a bathtub big enough where I can just fit my whole body in. My legs are too long and my knees are out and then they're cold. And then I get pissed off because my knees are cold. (laughs) It's the most random thing. But what energizes you and what energizes me can be two very different things. I mean, they can also... They can also be the same, but it's about figuring out what works for you. So take this inventory. You can't make a budget until you know right now where you are, what's coming in, what's going out, what's being spent, what's being earned. When you can bring the balance to like a net zero, that's a starting point. That's a starting point where you're cup is just level with the edge. It's just level. It's not spilling out, but it's not empty. And there are going to be different points during your day and during your life where maybe your cup starts to get a little bit empty and you are spending a little bit more. That's when you go back to those things that energize you to refill your cup again, to make more deposits in your energy account so that you have more to give 
out. You have to pay the fuck attention to where your energy is going. Let's talk about one place that energy, so much of our energy goes that we can make this super quick adjustment and have and gain so much energy back. It's called social media. It's called Instagram and Facebook, and it's called getting sucked into the scroll, into everyone else's life and highlight reel and feeling like you're not good enough, feeling like you should be doing what they're doing, judging, comparing. I don't know about you, but when I am spending unintentional time on social media, I get into a funk. I get into a bad mood. I'm like, I'm not productive right now. I feel like shit about myself. I get triggered by people, which that's a whole new episode coming. Stay tuned. It's going to be super awesome. Um, And I just feel bad. So I want you, this is like a whole, it's whole other thing because I feel like we, um, it can, it can be a little bit of both. So this is kind of outgoing energy, but also incoming energy. So I want you to be really intentional about the time that you spend on social media. And here are a few things that you can do right now today is set aside a time where you have intentional scrolling time, where it's not just a knee-jerk reaction to just grab your phone and log into social media because you're bored or you're avoiding doing something, or you just don't know, you know, what else to do, or you feel like you're going to be left out of something. You're going to miss something. I will tell you right now, if you don't log into your social media for for a day, the world will still go on. You will not miss anything. You will hear about whatever drama happened at some point. And even if you don't, it's fine. It is fine if you miss one day of social media. So log off for a minute. This is something that I did a long time ago and I like I don't know what I would do if I like went back. Turn your notifications off. If you are constantly getting notifications popping up on your phone, so and so commented on your post, so and so liked your post, so and so commented on this other post, blah 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 blah. Turn them off. We do not need that constant influx because you know what? That's draining your energy. That mind energy, all of the mind brain space it takes to just constantly have that going. I know you think it's not a big deal, but every ting and ping that you hear takes your attention off of something else that could be helping you gain energy. Where your attention goes, energy flows. This is like a huge personal development thing, a majig. What you pay attention to is where your energy is going to go. So if you find yourself paying attention to things that drain your energy, stop giving those things your attention. Stop following the person on social media that makes you feel like shit about yourself or that starts drama or posts stuff that you don't agree with or that makes you feel bad or someone's always posting all the most depressing things. This isn't about avoiding those. This is about you protecting your energy. So taking those things that make you feel like shit and just not avoiding them, but not letting them be a constant input into your brain, into your energy field makes a 
huge difference. Even if you did nothing else to gain any energy, it's like, (laughs) sorry, all you coffee lovers, it's like stopping the coffee run in the morning. I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you were to stop spending money every day on coffee, that would add up. You would eventually, you know, gain, I don't know, 20, maybe $50 a week, depending on your level of coffee addiction. You would gain that money back. Even if you did nothing else, you would still have more than you had before. So if you do nothing else, look at where you're spending your energy. Look at where your attention is going, where your energy is going. And if there's anything that you can cut out, that you can silence, do it. You will thank me. I promise. Now, on the other end, maybe you have done all of this. Maybe you have gone through and everything that is taking up energy has to happen. So you can't cross anything off that list or you've crossed things off and you've gone through and you have, you know, eliminated or decreased all of the things that tend to suck your energy. Then it comes down to adding the things in that give you energy. Now, this sounds kind of counterproductive because you're like, oh, I don't have time or I don't have the energy to add in anything else. But when you add in the right things, it doesn't drain your energy. And so it doesn't feel like it's extra. So for instance, when you're adding in things that give you energy, so the energy output, so the energy you put into it is less than the energy that you get from it. So for example, just to make this a little easier to understand, because I feel like I'm babbling. (laughs) For personally, the energy that I get from working out is more than the energy that it takes to get up in the morning. So my net energy is in the positive. I know it takes energy to get up in the morning. I know that it sucks and I know that I am not going to want to do it. I know I don't want to go down in my cold basement. I know I don't want to do fucking jump lunges a million times. However, When I am done that half hour or 45 minute workout, I have more energy for my day. I have gained more energy than I expended doing that workout. That makes it worth it to me. I also coach and I started coaching when I had a shit ton of stuff going on. I had a toddler and a newborn at home that took a lot of my energy. I was in school online for my bachelor's and my master's in nursing. That was one thing that took more energy than it gained. And the outcome, the final kind of uh, goal did not feel like I was going to get the energy that I had expended. And I quit. That was one of the things that I was putting my energy into that I was not getting the energy back. And I was even the long-term end result. I did not feel like I would get back the energy that I put in. So that was something that I stopped. And then I started coaching and I found that the energy that I put in was worth 
and so like times a million all the energy that I gained from it. Because as a part of the coaching that I do, I take care of myself. I pay attention to my health and nutrition and I get to help you do the same. And when I hear a thank you or when I see your triumphs and your wins and your progress, that is like I won the freaking jackpot. That's like I won the lottery. It's like a huge deposit into my energy cup, into my energy budget. And so for me, the it's just like working out. The energy that I spend on coaching, even though of course, like of course it's work, but the energy that I get back in return is way, way more. So I'm always in the positive when I spend energy on coaching, on working out, on paying attention to my own health and fitness. Those are things that that I love. So what is that for you? What are you getting energy from? Where do you get huge deposits of energy? How can you spend more time doing those things? How can you get your net energy even just back to zero so you are spending just as much as you're getting? or getting just as much as you're spending. And then eventually you can try to shift. These can be little tweaks. They can be the little baby steps. It can be the turning off the notifications so that only the most important people have immediate access to you. This is, like I said, this is something I did a long time ago. And even more in the short term, I turned off even more notifications and I have specific time set aside to check messages on social media. And the only people that have that immediate access to me are um, my very close friends, family, and team, and my one-on-one clients. They're the only people who I get immediate notifications from on my phone as a text or through Voxer. Best thing I ever did. Like I said, it takes out some of those inputs every day that aren't the most important things in our day, even though sometimes they might feel like it, but they're not. Yet they take up so much space in our brains when we could be using that for other things. So take an inventory, pay attention to the energy that you're spending, the energy that you're taking in and where all of that attention is going and where your current energy goes, where it's drained, where it's lifted. I will tell you, I just spent the most amazing week with people that just, like I said, I just won the lottery again this past week because the energy that I gained from traveling with some of my best friends to a beautiful place just filled my soul. And we had hiccups. We had a rough start. If you follow me on social and you, you've been following me, I shared right before our trip, I had this like just random accident. I got like kerosene. We found a leak in our pipe and it was on a tub full of shoes and I pulled the tub down and I got kerosene. I had just had my hair done (laughs) and I got kerosene all through my hair, all over my jacket. And that's how our trip started. I smelled like gas, like gasoline, not gas. (laughs) The whole way home, the whole way down to the airport. And had to, you know, wash my hair and all of the things and whatever. It was just kind of a hassle to deal with. We had to sprint to our flight and we 
have haven't gotten our bags yet because they didn't make it to our final destination. So we're still waiting on those and it's still okay because the energy that I gained from that trip, I am still on a freaking high. I'm like, got a little bitch slapped in the face when this morning the kids, which we are so grateful for our village for helping us to take care of them while we were gone. But if you know, you know, when your kids have been off schedule and with other people, they can be complete jerks <laughs> and just have a lot of big feelings that they aren't necessarily equipped to handle. And it can make for some major meltdowns, which is exactly what happened. And I uh, just was preparing myself for it and was able to kind of navigate through that because although physically we were tired and exhausted, my my soul is still just so filled up because the people I've chosen to surround myself with are the people that refill my cup, the people that fill my energy bank and they make those deposits because they are my people. And I hope that this can help you find your people or make those people that raise your vibe a little bit more of a priority in your life and that you can look and say, I need to spend more time with her, with him, with these people who make me want to do better, who make me want to grow, who make me see the good in the world. Because as much shit as is going on in the world right now, like I've said, I will keep it real and shit's always going to happen. And it's not about avoiding it or ignoring it. It's just knowing that you don't have to get stuck in those times, in those stories, in those awful, tragic things. And that there is still good in the world. There is still great energy. I spent, like I said, the past week with thousands of other people who have that same outlook. And so it's possible and it's out there and you can have a piece of that also. It's about becoming aware. It's about doing the work, setting aside a little bit of time in your day. Get off your friggin' phone and do this for a second. You will not regret it in the least because you are going to start spending your energy and putting attention to the things that raise you up and that fill you up and you will not want to go back after. Once you realize how great you can feel when you are putting your energy toward those things that make you feel good, you won't go back to the things that made you feel like shit or at least you won't stay there. You might, you know, you're always going to have those people in your life that sometimes you just can't avoid, you know, certain friends, coworkers, family. Sometimes you just, you can't just cut them off or get rid of them, but you don't have to stay in the suck. You don't have to let that dictate your mood every single day. You don't have to let it dictate how you feel about yourself or how you treat yourself. When you decide that you are worthy of this, your life will change. You get to decide where you expend your energy. You get to decide the kind of content that gets your attention. And when you start to make those decisions and you put your energy toward those things and you give your attention toward those things, guess what? More of those things are going to happen. When you find things that you're grateful for, you will just keep finding more. 
do this. Here's another challenge. Start paying attention to what you're grateful for. Start making a list. Start thinking of something. Start sending a text message, a thank you note, a written snail mail letter to someone every day, every week, thanking them just for being part of your life. When you start paying attention to those things, when you start giving your energy to the things that make you feel good, you will start to find more things that feel good, which by the way, they're already here. We're just not paying attention to them. We are so conditioned to looking for the negative. Our brains are actually designed that way. They are designed to keep us safe. So they are constantly looking for threats. They're constantly looking for things that are putting us in danger, that are negative, that are going to make us scared because our brains just want to keep us safe. And that means they're doing their job. So it takes a lot of intentionality to do these things. So know that it's not always going to be easy, but you have to pay attention. And it is, as I've said a million times, 100% worth it. You have to be so protective of your energy, especially now. So find the things, find the people, find the content that lifts you up, that raises your energy, that makes you feel good about yourself, about the world. You can, you can curate your own social media. There's this really cool thing. It's called unfollow and follow. So what you do is the things that make you feel like shit, you unfollow. The things that you really like and connect with and make you laugh and make you think and make you grow, you follow. I have very little negativity on my social media feeds nowadays because I have just gone through every now and then and unfollowed people who don't make me feel good, who make me cringe when I read their stuff or who I'm just like, ugh, no, not how I want to be or live or think or act or be a part of. And that's going to be different for everyone. But you get to do that. Take back your freaking power. Take back your energy. Start making the decision right now. What is going to make me feel my best and how can I spend more time doing those things? What is draining my energy right now? And draining that energy account and how can I stop just letting it flow out and being just so willing to give it away to anyone and everything that we feel like we should. We're saying yes to so much. Start saying no. No, thank you. Account closed. This is the limit. I'm only going to expend this much energy. Cut off. Overdraft. Not okay. Kyle, if you listen to this, you're welcome for all the banking references. I'm very proud of myself. (laughs) He won't listen to this. So here we go. Tell me if this is you. You hit the snooze button over and over until the kids wake you up and you're rushing out the door with nothing but a coffee until noon, despite the fact that you told yourself last night that you were going to get up to your alarm and get going. Or you're grabbing the donuts in the break room because they're just there and you don't have anything else to eat because remember you were rushing up the door or grabbing pizza on your rush home after work because you're exhausted now and don't feel like cooking or the snacking after dinner until your stretchy pants are tight because you barely ate all day and now you feel blah because you overate at dinner and now you're just hanging out on the couch till bedtime only to repeat it all over again. Here's the thing. 
so many of us are on autopilot, which definition when it comes to people is a state of mind in which one acts without conscious intention. Have you been on autopilot? If you have, you're not alone. Now, listen, I'm not telling you that there is anything wrong with eating pizza or donuts. I love me a good piece of pizza and homemade donut. However, these small decisions add up over time. Those knee-jerk reactions to just do what we've always done, they make a difference. And eventually, they leave us just staring at our goals from miles away. It's all about intention. It's about paying attention to how food makes you feel. It's about making more conscious decisions about nutrition that fuels your goals, no one else's. It's about learning that good doesn't mean optimal, that amazing line from Haley Johnson, one of my previous guests. If you're feeling run down, low energy, if you're feeling bad about yourself, hating looking in the mirror, please know that it doesn't have to be like that. It's time to take back control. I get so freaking pumped about talking about this. And as I get my Fit AF boot campers scheduled for some mini coaching sessions and a real big focus on nutrition in March, I want to offer it to you too. So from now until the end of March, anyone who joins my Fit AF Bootcamp will get a free 20-minute call to help you gain more clarity and start taking action, especially around nutrition. So you can feel your best. So you can make friends with food and it doesn't have to feel so scary or stressful because I want you to be freaking excited about life. And if you're always stressed and all of your energy is wrapped up in food, You don't have the energy or the brain power to be paying attention to the more important things, to be present for those moments that really count. So listen, it's time to get off autopilot. So click the link in the show notes to apply and I will be in touch. I cannot wait to share this with you. Your takeaways. Number one, where attention goes, energy flows Pay the fuck attention to where your attention is going. Number two, here's a simple trick to do that. Turn off all your notifications. Turn them off. Your attention does not need to go to every single time someone comments or likes your post. To be, curate your social media so you are consuming content that raises your energy. Super simple way to have more of an energy input than an expenditure. Number three, take a second to reflect and make these lists of where your energy is going, where you are spending your energy, and how you are gaining your energy. Where can you adjust so that, here's number four, you can get your net energy to zero. That's the only goal right now. Just get it to zero so you are spending just as much energy as you are gaining most of us are spending way more than we're gaining. So first step is just just to get it to zero. You can do this two ways. You can either find places where you can stop spending the energy and you can dial it back on people, places, things that you are giving a lot of energy to. Dial back on those, make them not happen so frequently or at all, or just less time spent doing those things. Or 
Start doing more things that curate more energy, that give you energy, the things that light you up. Can you do more of those things? Number five, something you can do right now is practice gratitude. Remember number one, where attention goes, energy flows. When you give your attention to the things that you are grateful for, you will continue to find more and more things to be grateful for. Girl, you've got this. You deserve this. You are worthy of this. And this is going to help you get to a place and gain so much energy where you will be your most confident self, which is what the world needs. You were put here for a reason. You have gifts and opinions and talents and such a light to share with the world that you're doing it a disservice by not. Be yourself. Find your people. You're amazing. Thank you for being here. I cannot thank you enough for hanging out with me. If any part of this episode had you aggressively nodding your head saying, me too, or gave you a different perspective or just helped you feel a little less alone, I would love it if you left a review or shared it with your best mom friends. Screenshot and tag me on Instagram so we can connect and I can support you. We need to get this message out so that more mothers like you know their worth outside of changing diapers and the school pickup line. It's time we reclaim the confidence inside of us, messy bun and all, and show our children and the world what we're capable of.